is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Wafu FM. It's time. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Christopher and the Christopher Show. I'm Christopher with a bloody old C. And I'm Christopher with a kick and kill. A kick and kill. <laughs> uh, so we wrap up uh, Lethal Weapon Month with, obviously, Lethal Weapon Part 4. Um, as for preliminary jazz mechanicals, uh, the main thing I want to say is that we've been, uh, I mentioned that, like, four days after we did it, uh, the first Lethal Weapon episode has become our most downloaded episode ever. Weirdly. And I don't understand how. <laughs> it's like Mel Gibson Shadows or something. Mate, that's what it seems like. <laughs> I mean, you know, like I said, it's not mammoth numbers for like your average popular podcast because we're not in that group because we're not popular. But for us, it's like weird to get that many in a week. So, mm. uh, but uh, news. Let's start with the fucking news. Mm. The news. News. What would you like to talk about first? We've got a few little things, I suppose. Have you seen all this shit about uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker? Yeah, I was going to mention that, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's quite... It's all over at the minute, isn't it? It started with, like, a little image of him, and now there's, like, him in the makeup and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm confident of that film, to be honest. I just don't get it. I just don't get what, what it is and why they're making it. It's... Yeah, well, I mean... Yeah, it's it's kind of like it's. I mean, I'm assuming it's supposed to be a backstory type affair. Yeah, but it's not the same Joker that they've already established. It's just a fucking no. mess, man. What are they doing? Well, yeah, that's it. I mean, at least now though, because they have like fully abandoned the whole DC Marvel, uh, the DC film universe thing. Well, is that official? They're yeah, just, they've officially thrown in the towel and went. Oh, you know what? I can't be fucking asked anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, unless Henry Cavill's fucking around for money because he, he's basically come out and said he's done and he like that's it no he's no longer associated with the project it seems like affleck yeah. is probably well, affleck's been hitting at it for about two years now yeah it's and like all his like bloody bless him these problems with alcohol and stuff he's yeah yeah he's been back in rehab and so i i just i reckon it's it's very 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 99% confirmed that the DC Cinematic Universe is over, like... Well, I think, it, probably for the best. Yeah, yeah. It's been a failed thing, hasn't it, let's face it. People just need to fuck off with the term universe. It's piss annoying. Yeah. yeah. Like, fucking... Even the fucking Conjuring now is a universe. Mm. And I'm just saying... Like, I, I saw the trailer for The Nun, and it was like, the new chapter in the Conjuring universe. And I was like, oh, fuck off. Yeah. Yeah, like, 
why can't people just have sequels? Why do they have to have like these anthology movies? Hey, and stuff? you like them, but you've got to blame fucking Disney and Marvel. They're the ones that started this trend of everything having its fucking lineage and a fucking universe. Yeah, which is which is annoying because like I think the Marvel the Marvel thing like it made sense, you know, like make an Iron Man film, hint on that there's something else in the universe, and it's, and it's then the per- it's, a per- it. it's the perfect thing to do for comic books. Yeah. Because they are, they all exist in each other's yeah. in each other's worlds and stuff. But and it's also it's not even a fucking original idea. No, it's just, it's been done shitloads of times before. It's just it was never shoved down your throat. Like all the John Hughes films, technically are set in the same universe. Yeah, yeah. Kevin and Kevin Smith launch, did it. Mentions and that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, it's uh, it's just grim that it obviously it made a it made all the money in the world. So everyone was like, I mm. we want a piece of that pie. <laughs> yeah, and that, I, I'm, I'm guessing that. Um, the Universal Monsters Dark Universe thing's dead as well. Yeah. That fucking mummy and all that stuff. Yeah, that's totally gone by the by, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unfully. Eh, but the Joker thing, I mean, he looks... It's, I don't care. I just don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm interested only because, like, I think he would make an interesting uh, Joker. No, he would. Um, it's just in the... Like, maybe this is going to start a new thing. Because mm. he is a good, great actor, and I could see him... Like, the shots of him that have come out the last day or two on the, in the train station. Yeah. Looks really good. I suppose, though, like, the only thing that, that I would say is that... Who, I don't know, who wants to see a Joker film without Batman? And, mm. like, is the character Joker that compelling without Batman? I mean, even the Batman comics explore that. Like, you can't have Joker without Batman, and you can't have Batman without Joker. Mm-hmm. You know, like, the, the riff off each other and they need each other and stuff. So, yeah, like, true. Yeah. I don't know, like, is, is just making a film about the bad guy going to be that interesting? We'll see. Probably not. <laughs> probably not <laughs> I'll just say it now probably not. well it, you know it's it's weird I suppose like imagine a Batman film where oh, it's just a Batman origin film there's no there's no villains out in it it's mm. just it's just Batman and he like he struggles with the death of his parents and that and then it's him like you know buying all the stuff for his, his suit and stuff and that but he, he never fights anyone though it's just about Batman. Like, it's like Batman yeah. d- directed by Ken Loach. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, like if you read that premise, you'd be like, what the fuck? I don't know. Yeah. Like, that, that would yeah. never work. <laughs> so why do they think it works with just the villain, I guess? It's like, it's like set in Middlesbrough or something. <laughs> yeah, totally like Loki. It's a rough kitchen sink drama in there. Yeah. Oh, don't, don't give anyone ideas. Oh, please do it, Warner Brothers. That's your ticket right they're, there. They're already, they do that shit with a TV series, you know, like Gotham and uh, d- that Krypton show, whatever it's called. Is it just oh, called yeah. Krypton? Yeah, I think so. Like DC, like announcing they're going to do like a new Superman film and a uh, TV series. Everyone's like, okay, that could be interesting. Yeah, it doesn't have Superman in it. Everyone's mm-hmm. like, hang on, it's also set years before he was born. <laughs> they're like, eh. yeah. weird. Uh, what about the Captain Marvel trailer? I suppose we talk about that shit. Yeah, well, we're on the subject of teasers and trailers. Um, I mean, I think I summed it up perfectly the other day when I messaged you. It's like Disney just fully believe they don't need to try anymore. Mm. They're just like, I cat Marvel, there's explosion, it's got fucking Brie Larson in it. There you go. That's all you need to know. Samuel L. Jackson's got hair. Because <laughs> it's weird, like, you know, I mean, I, I, I barely, I mean, I'll be honest, I, I had to fucking look up Captain Marvel. I was like, mm. I'm vaguely aware of the name Captain Marvel. I had to Google it when it was first, like, talked about months ago. Mm. And I was like, mm, okay, I don't know anything about Captain Marvel. And there's a lot of people out there who don't know anything about Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's weird that, like, the trailer doesn't sort of, I don't know, ingratiate you, like, tell you who Captain Marvel is. True, yeah, because it's not like, even though the name is Captain Marvel, it's not really, like, 
it's not a it's not a Spider Man. Yeah. It's not like it's not like everyone's aware of the character. Yeah. So I just thought the trailer could have maybe gone a little bit further to try and tell people what the film was gonna be. Yeah, seven minute will when the seventh and eighth trailer are out. <laughs> yeah, so, true. You know how trailers are like these days. And like the ten minute chunk of the film we'll get at the start it, of like it's, something. It's just like it's so easy to forget until like you just pop an old film on on DVD and you're just browsing through the extras and you're like, Oh yeah. Trailers used to be like two at the max. Mm. Maybe it's a mm. teaser and then a full trailer. Yeah. Now you look on extras for like DVD, Blu-rays now, and it's like twenty-five fucking trailers. <laughs> international trailer. You got the teaser. You got the Super Bowl spot. You got the international teaser. You got the international trailer. You got the one for Mars. It's fucking mm. ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah, it, but it's, it'll be yeah, good. Sorry. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be good. Fuck it. You I'm know. sure it'll be entertaining. Yeah, they always are. Even if like you're not really that arsed. Although there's still a few I haven't seen. I, I can't be asked without a stretch. <laughs> I honestly, it, don't need to say it. To it, be just, it, it does nothing for us, like at all. Yeah, the, the Doctor Strange character could have easily been handled in, like, a Thor film or something. Yeah. You know, like, kind of like what they did with Hulk in the end. Yep, yeah. Like, uh, there's certain characters I just... I don't think they need to hold up their own film. Hmm. Basically, like, so... They should just tag them onto the main ones, like Spider-Man, Iron Man, you know, the ones that people want to see. Yeah. Yeah, there was a... You see the weird thing, though, about the uh, Captain Marvel trailer, everyone, like, poking fun at the fact that Brie Larson doesn't smile at all in the trailer or something and it's just dead emotionless oh uh, yeah yeah I, I, I saw something she just tweeted something about it didn't she or something yeah she was, I think she tweeted like photoshops of all the um, male Marvel heroes smiling mm. <laughs> it was <just> quite funny <laughs> it was an awesome like Captain America poster him with just some daft looking grin on his face <laughs> Just rid of all the things to piss someone off. The fact that she doesn't smile in and the of trailer. all the things in a one in a one minute and a half trailer. <laughs> yeah, I said for me the only thing that bothered me was just it was it was her turning to the camera, explosions, and Samuel Jackson, and that was about it. Really, it was mm, like pretty much yeah. right. What does that tell us about the film? Why yeah. should I go and see it? <sighs> yeah, I'm, I'm tired of all these superheroes. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting there. I'm like, I know I've, I've said it a lot, but I'm just I'm just sick of it. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see whether they go after uh, the next Infinity War, like, whether they can continue it. Of course they will. I guess they'll try, but I'm just not sure. As long as it makes money, they're going to fucking Yeah, yeah, I guess. And even when it stops making as much money, they'll just lower the budgets and still keep making them until they make fuck all. (laughs) Yeah, just dried it into the dirt. And then two years later, they'll be like, guess what, we're rebooting the Marvel Universe, and they'll just do Mm. it all again. I mean, there probably will be, maybe not a hard... Reboot, but some sort of like relaunch because uh, didn't the some guy from Disney he said he confirmed the other day when this Fox merger goes through, like the X Men franchise will transfer over to Marvel Studios. Yeah, yeah. So you know they're gonna want to like relaunch or reboot the X Men universe completely. I would have thought. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, like new new Wolverine and stuff. Uh, yeah. So you know, will how will that work? Because you know. Uh, Downey Jr. has already said he's he's cashing out pretty yeah. much at this point. Um, yeah, and they'll, it, just, they'll, they'll just replace Iron Man. I mean, there's other Iron Mans in the comics, I think. True, true. Uh, yeah, the, it, well, like everything, isn't it? Every superhero has been replaced by you know another superhero on the team. Yeah. Like there was a few Batmans, like four or five Batmans. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. There you go. Comic books. What else? Anyway, let's move. I think that's on. that's all I've got for news, really. Uh, yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think there is any anything much in the news. Like no. typical. Isn't it? We'll put we'll put off doing the start of this show for three weeks, and we'll go. Oh, there'll be news. Fuck all. <laughs> yeah, just comic. I mean, I just quickly scroll down like Screen Rant and stuff, and uh, Total Film, and like everything is just like 
Avengers, Justice mm. League, <laughs> like, oh God. So, Robert Downey Jr. farted, hints maybe, at <laughs> Infinity War 2. <laughs> the cinematic world is being overtaken by mm. comic books like it really Top is. 10 things you didn't know about Tony Stark's glasses. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, I hate top 10 lists. I, I think it'll start as... <laughs> Um, you know, they're just a way to make money on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. It's like shit you watch when you're taking a dump, basically. Yeah, basically. Well, you can't be asked to get out of bed. Yeah. Let's watch some films! Uh, what have you been watching? I've watched a few things, though, actually. Uh, funnily enough, yeah. you mention mentioning the Conjuring universe. No. Uh, I watched Conjuring 2. Oh, you did finally say it. Yeah, what do you think? It's like bloody EastEnders were ghosts. I know, yeah. <laughs> oh, I fucking hell, my back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, well, but, um... Yeah, it's frustrating because it, it has potential to be a creepy film. Yeah. And it, like, blows its load, like, straight away. Yeah, by it, just being like, oh, my God, it's so quiet. <laughs> Fucking demons and shit, and you're like, oh, fuck's sake, my <laughs> yeah. Hollywood. So, I mean, it just, like, it's intriguing. It's one of them films where, it's, it, you know, it's set in the past. It, it It's pretty grotty looking, and it could have worked. I, you know, yeah, I was unnerved a little if bit. If you read the, the story it's based on, mm. it's creepy. It's fake as fuck. I don't believe any of the real mm. story. No. no. Um... But you know, the, it's obviously it's the thing the based ghost watch on and stuff. They did it perfectly. Yeah, like just d- downplay it. Yeah, don't you don't. I mean, all right, you could have seen the guy in the end of the film. Why not have a big mm. shock at the end where you see him or something? But don't yeah. show the old man like fucking twenty minutes into the film or something. Well, like I said, that's what that's what scares the fifteen to fucking twenty-one year olds these days. Just it just it looks lame to me. I just don't get it. Like. Someone in really fucking obvious grey makeup and black eyes, and I'm like, it looks shit. Yeah. How yeah. is that scary? It's, it's pro- like a shitty Halloween costume. Yeah, like haunted house stuff. Yeah. Like, really, like fairground stuff. Like it's someone painted up, jumping out. The one yeah. bit I thought was quite effective mm. was where the, the old guy just appears behind her and goes, My house! Yeah. I like that bit. I was like, oh, that, that got us. And then yeah. the rest of it, the fucking stupid nun and the fucking tree flying through the window and lightning and shit. I was like, mm. oh, fuck off. Yeah, and like. I didn't. The film didn't mesh very well. Like the two stories, no. Like about the about the British family and then the the couple. Like that felt really disjointed. Mm-hmm. The nun and stuff. Like so, the nun was a demon that was causing the British house to be haunted. So they could. Why Why didn't the nun just haunt an American house? Would it, <laughs> would it not be easier? <laughs> like, just a- fuck with them so they got buy plane tickets <laughs> it just seemed really weird like I, I was just like so surely there could have been a better way to make the two stories that, I think that's the point where they were like oh let's force a universe yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll create this creepy nun I mean that bit's quite creepy at the start with the picture mm. where you yeah. think she's standing there and stuff I mean it's, there's some that's, I mean there's, there's a few parts in yeah. both Conjuring movies that have really creepy visuals yeah, and they well, ruin it by having someone in fucking corpse paint just go yeah. woo yeah, absolutely. That's why like, I preface like my criticism with like it, it could have been a really creepy film. Like there mm. are elements there that like that do get you on on the edge of your seat a little bit, and then yeah. but then you just realise it's always going to be a cheap scare, and it's kind of I don't know, it just doesn't work. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I mean positives. I thought the, the the main little girl was fucking awesome. Oh, the performances are always okay in those films. They're yeah, always really good. Yeah, actually. really, really good actress. Uh, don't know, don't know. Just looking at the list of names, is it uh, uh, Janet Madison Wolf? Is is that her? 
Janet was the main girl, and she was the one who was like always getting getting possessed by the ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Madison, Madison Wolf, the actress. Mm. Yeah, I thought because you know we, we all know how easy it is to find shit child actors apparently in Hollywood. Yeah, and I, it, it seems that like every other film has a bit of a dodgy act, actor actress in it. So, um, but yeah, that one was really cool. I mean, there was like uh, a mini series a couple of years ago for Sky. About mm. it as well with Timothy Spallman. I think it's just called the Enfield Poltergeist or the en- en- Enfield Haunting or something. Mm. And that obviously doesn't have a fucking nun in it. <laughs> uh, so I've been meaning to check that out because I guess I've seen documentaries about the actual case and it's an interesting case. I, guess I don't believe mm. any of it, but yeah, because I mean it's interesting because obviously it was genuinely mass publicised in like mm-hmm. the British press and that, like all the yeah. Daily Mail and shit was all over it, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah, but the, the docu- documentary for some reason neglects to mention like. When fucking Jack Skellington attacks the little boy and stuff, I don't, <laughs> I don't know why. What, what was that? The it's something like the the skanky man or something. I can't Some shit of an ass. Stupid. That's <laughs> the point in the film where I just went, "Oh, here we go." Yeah, that, that was really the point of the film. Where I'm like, a, a fucking T Rexes could smash through the door any minute. Like mm-hmm. the, the all bets were off at that point. I was like, "Aye." That's the I'd, point where you're like looking at the screen blankly and your hand just starts reaching for your phone. <laughs> 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 He's yeah. going, to, fuck this. <laughs> yeah, it really was. It definitely did lose us at that point there. That, well, it's because it's the dog in it. The, the, there's like Rockweiler, and, mm. the, and the Rockweiler like morphs into that fucking character, and you're like, <laughs> you like yeah. can't believe the film actually went there. Mm. So. And the annoying thing about those films are because they're genuinely based on true <laughs> cases, like. Kids going to say it and stuff just think it's all 100% accurate mm. and genuine, and then. That's just stupid. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it has the nerve to say best on a true story at the start mm. of the film. So Which is, that's, I mean, it's not, that's not a lie. <laughs> no, technically but, not. But no. based on a true story, you know, there's a, lot, there's a wide margin there to fucking make like shit up. A house was haunted, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the extent of what it's based on. In Enfield, that's good. <laughs> yeah. There was a girl called Janet. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah. It's, it's cool, though, because, like... I like I like the element where you know the girl like uh, towards the end of the film she like fakes smashing the kitchen up, yeah, and then everyone's like leaves everyone's like oh fucking clearly you faked it, and mm. I think in like in the real situation that kind of happened like you yeah. know it it was debunked like the kid was faking it definitely and stuff. yeah well, there's a bit like that in Ghostwatch yeah. as well which yeah. is banging on the pipes but like in the films it, there's like a line the girl says like oh the the ghost told us to fake it otherwise it was going to kill you too, mm. and I don't know that like that's cool. You know, yeah. that that's like, it kind of explains why it was faked, you know, it's mm. like one of them sort of debunk the debunk sort of thing. Yeah, but if I was one of the investigators, I'd just be like, oh, stop lying. <laughs> one thing after the other, I'm off you. Yeah, but yeah, shade, shade film, really. Yeah, uh, which is a shame, because I like, James Wan did that one, didn't he, as well? Yeah, he did, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. like him as a director, but there's just always things in his films where I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> why are you fucking ruining it, man? <laughs> I'll, uh, I will probably watch The Nun as well, just to be a completionist. Oh, you've got to watch Annabelle and Annabelle Creation. And <laughs> yeah, I, I've already watched Annabelle. I don't know if I've watched Creation, to be honest. Mm. Um, I just, whenever they the pop up on Netflix, I just watch them, to be honest. I, mm. I never go out my way to watch them or anything. But No, same here. Yeah, I just wait till like, I have the opportunity and I go, oh, may as well. Yeah. yeah. See, see what modern horror looks like these days. Yeah. <laughs> Usually you come out and go, yep. Because <laughs> <Right. laughs> like the Conjuring One was kind of like that as well. To be fair, no, it was right? totally. I was so looking right. forward to that film. 
Like, isn't there some bit where there's like a fucking hobgoblin jumping on, on top of wardrobes some or something? Shit like that. Some <laughs> some fucking actress in like corpse paint. <laughs> just straight away, I was like, yeah. I was I was looking forward to being scared by that film, but instead yeah. I was just I, I irritated by I it. I said it had the teaser trailer was so promising. I was like, oh mm-hmm. god, that made me fucking spine tingle a little bit. And then you see the film, mm-hmm. you're like, nope, same old shit like Insidious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Are you even seeing Insidious two? Because I thought Insidious two was much fucking better, and everyone hates it. <laughs> Um, uh, maybe, but I, I think it, those films kind of blur for us. Yeah. I can't remember Insidious, to be honest. Like, yeah. so. Well, the Insidious is the one with Darth Maul. <laughs> yeah. yeah. God, I can't remember it at all. I've definitely seen Insidious, but I could not tell you one thing. Is that the one where he's got, like, videotape or something? Uh, an old recording machine or something? There's, like, a, the, 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 the main thing I remember is at the end, like, the comic relief, like, ghost hunters turn up. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, ah, kinda, we, yeah. I should, we should probably have like a shite horror late month. Yeah, let's, let's be honest though. When we said state of horror, state of mainstream horror, because there's still <laughs> yeah, good true. horror coming out. By the true. way, yeah, true. It's just a, it's just a like uh, yearly sequel type horror stuff. Yearly jump it? scare film. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like what Paranormal Activity turned into and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Type films. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I've watched a few other things, but mm-hmm. uh, but uh, let's let's do one of yours. What you've been watching? I've only watched the one. You know what the fuck I watched, son? <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, I got rave reviews. Yep. <laughs> Daddy's <Okay>. Home Two. <laughs> I was so happy. I, was, I actually did a little fist bump when I saw it come on. Scott, <laughs> come on! <laughs> you can't be a bit of let's go, like yeah, no matter what he's in. Yeah, because like the first one was like I was like, oh, I'll just watch it. See what it's like. I think I watched the first one when I heard about the second one. I was like, they made a second one of that, <laughs> <coughs> and I thought, oh, may as well because I'll definitely be watching the second one. Seeing as it's got Lithgow and Mel Gibson in it. Yeah, uh, the second one's fun. It's like the plot plot wise, it's very similar to Christmas Vacation. Mm. Bunch of fam like two halves. Christmas two gone to, wrong. Yeah, they yeah. go they all get together, go on like to like, a cabin for Christmas so they can all spend Christmas together, and you know. It's a family comedy. Mishaps, <laughs> fights, comedy shenanigans. Mm. John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was fun though. Like I said to you, the greatest sequel list now goes Empire Strikes Back, <laughs> Drunken Master 2, Daddy's Home 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what no, a ge- recommendation. I genuinely enjoyed it. And there's one bit that like, I like pissed myself like it really mm. caught us off guard it's like such a quick daft joke but it really mm. caught us off guard and yeah, Cena had a good Cena had a line that really made us laugh as well yeah Cena always does well like and mm. he, he, he does take the piss out of himself well and stuff yeah so and like yeah. Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell are really good double act like they're great like the other, have you ever seen the other guys yeah yeah, yeah they're great in that mm. and they were great in like obviously the, the first illustrious uh, classic daddy song <laughs> <laughs> Did we watch that together as well? I was going to say we did watch it, didn't we? Yeah, <coughs> yeah when you were over, yeah. Yeah, because I kept like sort of like half sarcastically banging on about it. <laughs> yeah, I think we had a, a little Will Ferrell uh, yeah. double bill, didn't we? Did we watch like The Elf or something as well? We watched Elf and Step Brothers. Yeah, yeah. And, prob- and probably Daddy's Home. What a triple bill that is. <laughs> I like Will Ferrell. Yeah, see, I never. I just yeah, don't that, get Will that's Ferrell. What, that's what it was, wasn't it? It was me trying to convince you that Will Ferrell's funny, and you were like, <laughs> mm, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a funny one, like because people always rave about the way is it the uh, the Anchorman or something? Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, and I just I, I watched like an hour of it and just got I was ridiculously bored. <laughs> I, yeah, I, like, I, I like Anchorman. It's not one of my favourites though. Yeah. I can see why it's got such a cult following though, because mm. it is just fucking stupid that film. Yeah. Do you not even get the bit where Black uh, Jack Black Jack Jack Black punts his dog off a bridge? No, <laughs> that's the no, best bit. <laughs> <laughs> he just 
takes his dog and just punts it off a bridge. It's so <laughs> cruel, but fucking hilarious at the same time. Yeah. I keep meaning to like just watch it and give it a go because of like all the the things they say online about it. I'm like, oh, maybe I should get back to that. Yeah, <laughs> it's the same. I was saying this recently about um, like Lost in Translation. Like, mm. I always see people raving about Lost in Translation. I think that lasted forty minutes, and I was just like, I'm so bored. That's like one of my favorite films. Seriously, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a film I've seen so many fucking it's times. It's so wrong. Like, it's got Scarlett Johansson in it and everything. Mm. I should like it. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, last time I, I tried watching it, I was just like, I must stop this film. <laughs> <laughs> I just found nothing entertaining about it whatsoever. It just really but, chills me out, that film. Mm. I don't know. But I will, uh, I will give it a chance. Like, mm. Maybe it was just my mood that time. I mean, it, like, it's got loads, shitloads of Oscars and all sorts on it. It can't be that bad. Yeah, I think it got the uh, Academy did, Awards. Did you get Best Director somewhere? Mm. I think so. Yeah. Or nominations. I don't know if it. No, she, def- get she definitely won Oscars. something for it because I remember her award speech. Mm. I remember watching it at the time because mm. she mentioned like a few Japanese and Hong Kong directors. And I was like, good on you. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love that film. Yeah, it's like me go-to chill-out film, pretty much. Just weird. Sometimes films you watch, you're just not in the mood for. Oh, it's then, happened to me loads of times. Yeah, yeah, and then when you you get back to them someday, you like actually think, "Wow, what was that thing?" Yeah, I was like, "That <laughs> were fucking Suspiria." When I first mm. watched, it, I was like, Ugh. and it wasn't like it was my first Argento film. I was just like, oh. and mm. a couple of years later, I was in the mood to give another chance, and I was like, "I'm such a fucking idiot." <laughs> <laughs> like I loved it the second thing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Daddy's Home too. Get get it watched, folks. Mm. Fucking masterpiece. Like, like <laughs> even get the Blu-ray. Yeah, like you'll enjoy it for Gibson, just because mm. you know, like in What Women Want, our, our other favorite film. Mm, uh, you know, like before he becomes nice, mm. he's, a, he's a big sleazy twat. He's essentially just that for the entire film. <laughs> <Is it>? Yeah, <laughs> it's great when he first appears, though, and it's like I think ACDC comes in the soundtrack and like a, glo- a glowing auras around him. Will Ferrell's like, I don't want to sound weird, but he's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. Yes, that's all I've watched. Daddy's home too. Blame me. Um, well, I've got a few things. Uh, mm. I watched uh, as a. I think at the same time you were watching that, I was watching Zodiac. Oh yeah, you watched Zodiac, so, didn't you? What do you think? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's awesome. Yeah, it's fucking yeah, very uh, for my money, Fincher's best film. I think. Not that I've seen all of them, but the ones mm. I've seen, I think Zodiac's his best. Film. Yeah, yeah. It's really. I don't know. It just keeps you enthralled, and it, mm. it, it's mad how it like it skips through time loads, but it mm-hmm. takes on like a journey through time, pretty yeah. much. Um, totally. I mean, the only sort of sad thing, which obviously isn't the film's fault, is that there isn't, like, a sort of outcome, really. No, because, you know, it's a real life, yeah. Yeah, the fucker just... Uh, I mean, spoilers, if you've not seen Zodiac. Yeah. Skip forward, like, two minutes. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the the potential murderer. It's never proven, but he died before they ever got close to proving it and stuff. Mm. So, I mean, it certainly sounds like it was that guy that did it. Yeah, well, this film certainly puts across that that's what maybe they think, or that you know they're trying to convince the audience that that, that, that that's who it was. But yeah, yeah. I just remember towards the end, this like, is it when like Jake Gyllenhaal goes to see some guy and he's in his basement? Yeah, that's yeah. so fucking tense. That scene. <laughs> yeah, it's classic. Uh, Fincher has a way of doing that where like mm-hmm. you, you feel sick to your stomach yeah. and like nothing's happening. Basically, yeah. it's just tension. Yeah, uh, it's a bit like that in a uh, girl with a dragon tattoo. Mm-hmm. Where it's just fucking pure tension, and you're yeah. like, "Oh my god, I feel sick." <laughs> Stomachs and nuts and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'd say it's a horrible bit. But obviously, I guess he wasn't the killer at all. He was mm-hmm. just a creepy guy. Mm. It just all seemed to line up a bit too perfectly, mm. didn't it? So it yeah. seemed like it was him. Yeah. I mean, geez, this um, that the the scene where he stabs the couple. Yeah. Crazy. Oh, that that's so fucking disturbing. It's, yeah. It's one of the most brutal things I've seen in like a big mainstream mm. film. 
Yeah, just the way you kind of like they think they're all right, and then mm. it just goes yeah. really, really south really quickly. I also yeah. love as well. Like there was a phase of this about probably when when, when did Zodiac come out? It was like ten years ago, maybe more. Yeah, to, to, yeah, well, ten years, two thousand uh, seven. Yeah, yeah, there was a, there was a phase for a while, and I totally appreciated of like using the company's old logo at the start of the film. Mm, like, it, does yeah. it use the old Paramount logo or something? It, yeah, it does. It, it looks uh, it looks really grainy and stuff. Yeah, yeah. and like, yeah. I remember uh, Sam Raimi's Drag Me to Hell uses the old Universal logo mm. at the start. I love things like that. Like, if, they, yeah. if, you do, if you're doing a film set in a certain time, use the logo from that mm. time. Yeah, it, threw, it did actually throw me a bit that when I first, when the film opened, I, 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 I thought, well, <laughs> yeah, how like, old did Fincher film? make this when he was 10? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. And, then, uh, and then when the film started, I was like, ah, oh, right, they've just mm. done a, like, a callback thing. Mm. But yeah, it's cool, cool little uh, touch. But very, very, very good film. And oh, it's awesome, yeah. Fucking awesome performance by, like, everyone, you know, mm-hmm. like, um, Mark Ruffalo, is it Ruffalo? Guy that yeah, plays? I, for- I forgot he was in it, yeah. Yeah, and uh, obviously, like, a bit of a Marvel tie-in, having... Uh, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, yeah. yeah but everyone's just really cool, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's spot on that film. Yeah, and weirdly, I I, I did this thing. I I do this sometimes for some mm. reason. I went on a bit of a, a, a like a triple bill of things. Mm. Um, the oh, I'm trying to remember her name. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, fuck. Let me just get her name. Um, is she, although is she in? I'm doubting myself now. Is she <laughs> Thand, Thandy Newton? Mm-hmm. Um, is she in Zodiac? No, what's she in? She's in a few things anyway that I've just watched. Mm. Uh, I went on a bit of a, a Sandy Newton binge anyway because I watched. Um, <laughs> it's very specific. The, yeah, I watched The Pursuit of Happiness mm-hmm. after that, which is in. Um, and then I watched. I'm trying to think. She must be in Zodiac. She might be actually. Uh, rack me brain. Um, mm. Oh, I know. I just. Just come back to us. Mm. Yeah, I watched Pursuit of Happiness, which is a great film. You seen that one before with uh, Will Smith? No, no, I haven't seen it. No, yeah, it's a good film. Proper tearjerker. Is that the one stuff. based on a true story where he was like homeless and he's got his kid with him and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and it's like Jaden Smith's in it. He's he's actual kid. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, like in the in the. I think in the trailer, it's like the bit where he's in the toilet, like shit yeah, himself. Yeah, I've seen that scene, yeah. It's stuff, yeah. heartbreaking. Yeah. yeah, it's really good film. Uh, just Will Smith, like, act, acting the shit off, out, out of the film and stuff, really good. And then I watched Solo as well, which has got yeah. Sandy Newton in it as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I watched, uh, and then the third thing that I watched was uh, Westworld. I started watching the Westworld TV series. Yeah, I've been tempted by that a few times. Yeah. So, but that's also got Sandy Newton in it. So it's just kind of like a weird triple bill of of things with Sandy Newton in. Yeah. Uh, I think the last thing I did that with was um, bloody again Val Kilmer. I went on an accidental Val Kilmer binge. Wait, not uh, wrong with Val Kilmer. As long, yeah. as, it's not, as, long as it's not Top Gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a shite. Um, but yeah, um, I mean, just to go back over them quickly, uh, I, like I said, I rewatched Solo. Uh, I, I still enjoy that film, to be yeah. fair. Uh, you, have you seen it yet? Yeah. No. It's not, I would just say, just just open your mind and watch it and just fucking, just take it as it is. It's oh, not yeah. actually bad. It is yeah, well, quite yeah. an entertaining film. I think it's just like off the back of like all the other sort of shit going on and like the Last Jedi and stuff. It, like, it's so tempting to just get jaded with the whole thing and just it's it's probably an easy film to hate. Yeah, if you like pick some of the things apart. Yeah, I think the thing right. I'm not I wouldn't I'm not going to go into it going oh I want to hate this. 
Mm. Why? Why would that's pointless? You know. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's, I think it's just the thing of like why. But the question is the answer is always money. <laughs> so mm. you know, just why yeah. do we need a solo movie? We don't. But no, no, definitely not. And and like, let's face it. I think Disney's now having second thoughts about the entire thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> isn't like pretty much the Boba Fett and Obi Wan film on like permanent hold now. And, That's mean, what everyone's saying, everything. but they're like films that they never even fucking announced properly. True. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's always just films people assumed were going to be made. Yeah, well, which, you know, they'd be daft not to make those films. Mm. Well, they would now. But. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think they just need to give, like, the Star Wars films, like, a two or three year breather mm. in between. Yeah. That's what Star Wars needs. Um, yeah, it doesn't feel, like I said last week, it doesn't feel special anymore. No, no. So uh, yeah, so uh, check it out. I guess it'll be on Sky soon because it's uh, it's out on Blu-ray now. Yeah, well, so. when did it? Well, that's the thing. I was just I was comparing the other day because like when I was at yours in December, that's when. Sorry to mention it again, but Daddy's Home too <laughs> was in cinemas. So that was December, and that just came on now. But like I said, Sky's weird. Sometimes things can come on quick. Sometimes they can come on like in a year's time. So mm, yeah, you never know. Yeah, so mm. probably next year by the time yeah. it gets on Sky. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not asked. <laughs> No, well, that's one of the films you don't need to rush to yeah. see either. Like, <laughs> I'm sure I'll see it in uh, yours when you've got the fucking Blu-ray. So, yeah, mm. I'll force it on you. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I started watching, so I'm like four or five episodes in um, Westworld. Jamie, ne- never really, you know, disclaimer. I was never really a massive Westworld fan. I don't think I've seen the film. I've seen it like a couple of times. I'm sure it's one of the films I watched like in my bedroom at like two o'clock in the morning, like when I was like eleven. You quit when you couldn't sleep, and it was on Channel Four or something. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. And like, I think I might have either heard of the premise or seen like a trailer for it, and was like, it's got robots in it. Mm. And I remember just being weirded out by the the just general creepy vibe that that film has. Yeah, yeah. The clips I've seen always do, like especially Yul Brenner and shit. Yeah. Um, so yeah it's always been one of the films where I knew what it was but I was not never a massive fan but mm. I thought I would give the TV series a go and uh, yeah it's I mean I, I did describe it as dreary earlier to Stacey I was like, it's, a bit, it's a bit fucking dreary it's a bit grey uh, yeah it's uh, just I don't know it's not a film you should watch if you're feeling in a uh, TV series even uh, that you should watch if you're feeling in a in a bad or depressed mood because mm. because it, it does nothing to lift you out of that mood <laughs> but it's it's obviously fucking you can see HBO's just threw money at it oh yeah it's got like everybody in it as well like it's one of them TV series where every scene you're going I know him mm. what's he from it's one of them like they've gotten a lot of fucking talent involved is it shot in like yeah. 235 as well like CinemaScope yeah yeah I yeah, thought yeah. I flicked it over a couple of weeks ago and it was on telly and I was like what the fuck it's shot in scope that's crazy yeah, like I said, it, it looks like money on the screen. Like mm. It really does. Um, just the locations, the clothes, everything about it just screams like, fuck, they spent money on this. Like. Yeah, yeah. And like, and obviously they've got like, loads of Hollywood stars involved because they've got um, that dude from the X-Men films and stuff. Um, I was going to say, uh, that doesn't narrow it down. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm thinking, uh, James Marsden. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, for the original X-Men films, mm. not the the newer ones. Um, and Anthony Hopkins is in it. Yeah, I forgot he was in it. Yeah. Does, does he shout? He, not that I've seen. No, oh. he plays more of a, a defeated old man. In it, um, but I, I assume it's coming. They're saving it, man. <laughs> saving the it season for the finale. finale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. He's like, but you're not king! Yeah. Like, uh, wrong yeah. film. But you're not a robot! <laughs> um, but yeah, and then Sandy Newton's in it. And, you know, like, I know her more from films and mm. stuff. 
so yeah, uh, yeah, it's just a few other people. Like, there's just loads of people from like TV land and stuff, and people uh, that vaguely you, you recognise and think like, who the fuck's that? And you go on IMDb. It's one of them type yeah, things. Yeah. yeah um, I'm trying to think who the bad guys is as well. Oh god, what's wrong with my brain? <coughs> Terrible with names. Uh, again, he was in like one of them space films. <laughs> I love your clues, they're um, so big. <laughs> Ed Harris. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was Ed Harrison? Was he in uh, Was he in that oil rig film? He's in Apollo 13, he's in History, he? of, History of Violence, he's the bad guy in History of Violence. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. You can't beat Ed Harris, Ed Harris the bad is guy. great, yeah. He plays a right to us. I fucking yeah. love him in History of Violence, scary bastard. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I kind of write him in Westworld, just don't watch it if you're in a fucking sour mood well, it's normally like fucking 24 hours a day for me so <laughs> I might not bother yeah just watch it when you've done some crack or yeah, something watch it when I'm fucking off me nut on speed or something <laughs> <laughs> which is normally Sunday nights so I might watch it later <laughs> uh, but yeah that, that concludes my, my random watches it's very like, nice selection though yeah I just, just jump around mm. right I said, I've watched one thing. I've watched two films since like, this month. It and Daddy's Home 2. Yeah. <laughs> I just haven't been in the mood, I don't think. Well, no, apart, from, apart from the Lethal Weapon 1 to 4 and all that shit. Oh, you've just been playing on uh, WWE or something, have you? No, not really. I don't know what the fuck I've been doing. I just sit around until it's time to go to bed. <laughs> just <laughs> sat in like a little wood chair. Yeah. With, like, in, in an empty room with, with me, a like, grandfather with, clock. With me like cooler full of beers. I'm like Clint Eastwood <laughs> in Gran Torino. <laughs> I just sit there scowling at things in my room. <laughs> so you just need to sit on the porch. Yeah, if I had a porch, I totally would do that every day. <laughs> just scowling at people walking past me. <laughs> Telling them not to touch me fucking car. <laughs> Which I don't have, and they all think I'm mental. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I guess we'll get on to Lethal Weapon 4. Jamie. Jamie. So it's time for Lethal Weapon Pat 4, uh, 1998. Fucking 20 years old. <laughs> mm. Do you feel old? Yeah, because, uh, yeah, it's one of them weird things where I always remember this film as being like, I saw it when it was a pirate. To me, it's still, like, it's to me, it's it still, brand, brand it, yeah, it's still the new one. <laughs> mm. In my head, it's still the last Lethal Weapon film and it still seems new, but 20 fucking years. <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> and weirdly as well, I was thinking about this, when I was a kid, it felt like ages between three and four it was only six years yeah it, it felt like like force awakens type yeah, stuff it did yeah like ages after like everyone's way way older and mm. stuff but but actually not really six years yeah mm. whereas yeah. i think back six years ago now it seems like yesterday mm. time moves mm. too quick when you get older kids uh, it does make the most of it yeah one minute <laughs> no, you're actually. having a kick a boot with your mates the next shit running down the back of your leg <laughs> <laughs> in a blink of an eye shitting yourself um, so Richard Lethal Weapon 4 directed once again Richard Donner starring Mel Gibson Danny Glover Rene Russo Joe Pesci newcomers Chris Rock and mm. Jet Lee Jettison Lee Jetson Lee Jetson Lee Jetson Lee Roy Brown yeah <laughs> um, so yeah plot this time the, the Riggs and Murtar are tackling the Chinese triads I mm. suppose you could sum it up yeah um the, uh, 
un, un, like unbeknownst to them, they stumble upon a plot of uh, of people smuggling, really Chinese immigrants smuggled yeah. into the country. Yeah. Um, but the, the, there's a, a, a greater thing going on where they're trying to release uh, the forefathers of like the Triad Society, basically. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and that's kind of the, the the main premise of the film, really. Mm. And you've got some yeah. family issues. Rig's going to be a dad. Murtaugh's going to be a granddad. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the sort of B plot of this film is like family. Yeah. It really is, isn't it? Yeah, like exactly. everyone's pairing up at this point. Mm. Like even like Murtaugh's children are like expecting and things. Mm-hmm. And, yep. Flick yeah. clip. Taboo for. Yeah. What the hell is that? So we get the opening scene, the big uh, big wham bam fucking opening this film is Boba Fett is causing the ruckus in it's, LA with his flames. It's so. weird, right? Because do you think, right, see if you agree with this, mm-hmm. is, is have the tact the scene on because they felt that the original opening of the film wasn't wasn't a big bang enough? Yeah, I, I, some, I sometimes wonder if, like, I, I mean, me personally, right, I think the boat bit would have made a better opening to the film. It would have made it more, like, easy into it more, but it's just, it became, it, I think just at this point, it's like, look at two and three, it always mm. starts with just a big action scene. Yeah, I was, just, I was listening to the comedy the start of Fall, and yeah. Richard Dunner said he always likes to start them as if it's, like, the end of the last film you didn't see, like, Lethal mm. Weapon 3.5 type of thing. Yeah, I suppose that makes sense, yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's just like a Bond film, isn't it? A fucking yeah. mission that's got nothing to do really with the rest of the film type of Yeah, thing. and then they get into it, yeah. Mm. It's a shame, though, because I, I reckon it, it would make a much nicer beginning to the film, like, yeah. rather than just some random guy that's like, like you said, Boba Fett. Which I always think Boba Fett. It's like yeah. homemade Boba Fett. <laughs> Big flamethrower. Didn't somebody once do that, pretty much? Uh, I'm pretty sure. Although there is the, the guy in the killdozer. Who, yeah. like, he yeah. armoured up a bulldozer and went on yeah. a fucking rampage. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. <laughs> so I suppose, you know, if anyone was to watch this film and go, oh, that's so over the top, that would never happen. So, yeah, well, not really. Yeah. yeah, like, something actually more over the top happened. Like, yeah, exactly. somebody fucking welded armour plating all over a bulldozer. And, <laughs> and he, he had, like, loads of guns inside the cabin. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, when was that? Was, was that? That was uh, recently, but it was a while. 2000s, thousands, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, crazy. As we're not in the late 90s, though, I mean, as we are in the late 90s, uh, we're heading to the dark times of the 2000s when it comes to action movies. No more classic Riggs Beretta sound. No. no Disgusting. I, everything's kind of downplayed now, now that mm. we're getting, like you said, now that we're getting towards the 2000s. In a few short years, everything would be, quote-unquote, realistic when it comes mm. to sound effects and mm. wank. <laughs> I fucking hate realism yeah, in action definitely. films. No one goes to see the weapon film or any action film and go... Oh, that's not realistic enough. Yeah, I want people to die from gun gunshot wounds in the arms. The gunshots were too loud as well. Yeah, <laughs> whoever gun, complained gun, about it. Guns don't sound like that though. <laughs> Good. I think I saw. Yeah. I can't remember what it was. I saw someone commenting on a fight scene recently. It was on YouTube, I think. Mm. And they were like, they were lambasting it for like, oh, the sound effects are a bit cheesy and unbelievable. I'm like, Good. 
Yeah. Should be. No, yeah. I hate modern fight scenes with... Like yeah. Some shit. Yeah, you don't want that, do you? No. Like, you always, you always say meat packing sounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it, you know, it has its place in a film. You can use it for brutality. But yeah, not in an action film, though. But no, not in an action film. No. no. But yeah, Riggs going to be a dad. I love <laughs> Meta's reaction. Mm. He's like, Rianne's pregnant. Rianne's what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and of course, as we said on the first show, I think, when we are talking about the elevated levels of Riggs taking the piss out of Meta, this is a fucking risky practical joke. Yeah, he could have died from this joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's kicking over a water thing, there's showing your girdle off, and then there's putting someone in their underpants. Yeah. In the fucking plain sight of a guy with a flamethrower. Yeah, it's a bit over the top, like, how he's like get undressed like mm. and then he just does it as well <laughs> i don't know yeah. <laughs> it's a bit comic like, did you think do you think that chicken thing worked you think it worked nah i just want to see if you do it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's funny but it's ridiculous yeah it is definitely a bit as well where the fucking um the crazy bastards like this isn't cool enough so he puts some fucking van halen on his walkman i like that bit. Mm, yeah <laughs> fucking fire in the hole he had his fucking fire playlist there <laughs> but yeah, he had a bit of fire starter by prodigy on there as well yeah, probably, yeah. But it's nice how, obviously, you, you know, it kind of com- comes back to Riggs being, like, a crack shot as well. Yeah. Like, he shoots the valve. Like, I guess that scene might not have worked if they hadn't have previously established he's, like, a mint shot. True, yeah, he's supposed to be a crack shot, isn't he? Yeah, yeah so it's kind of nice. Yeah. So then we'll cut to uh, a title card almost nine months later. Uh, yeah. Fishing on Roger's yeah. boat. Because I like the scene overall, to be honest. Mm. I like I like the... the I, I just like the Leo stuff. Although, like Leo, the Leo character can be a bit over the top. I do love yeah. his like his nautical rant. Oh, that's my favourite <laughs> bit when he's like, "Everyone becomes fucking nautical." <laughs> okay, you did say aft. A F T. Aft. And that's a fucking word. In the back of the cabin on the right side, Leo. Well, why didn't you just say that to begin with, Roger? I love these people get around boats and water. All of a sudden, everything becomes fucking nautical. A stern, a vast, you landloppers. Manda builds pump. What? Pump your fucking ass. Uh, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, 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 okay. No problem, no problem. Okay, okay. Uh, but of course, they're almost hit by a big Chinese freighter. They have shots on board. And Riggs has a um, fancy new laser sight on his gun. Which doesn't really make much sense, as we just established. He's supposed to be a great shot. Yeah, why would he need laser sight? That seems like something just to put in there to make it new and different. Yeah, it's, it's just, I don't know, people were still obsessed with lasers and laser pointers. I think the mid to late 90s, everyone fucking loved laser pointers, I guess. True, you'd it, see them like fucking wrestlers cutting promos with like eight lasers on their face. And stuff. Yeah, maybe that's why. Literally, it was maybe it's like, like Richard Donner's like... Hey, let's brother, let's, son, get, child, let's get down with the kids. Let's get <laughs> some lasers in here. <laughs> yeah, but I, I just I just seen Riggs watch Terminator the night before. I was like, oh, I want one of them. Yeah, make the gun look proper meaty. <laughs> yeah, because everyone did when they first saw Terminator. Yeah, yeah. Everyone wanted a gun with a laser sight on it. <laughs> Which makes even less sense. Why Why would a Terminator need a laser pointer? <laughs> exactly, yeah, he's a fucking Terminator. Uh, if anyone needed any, like, didn't need any assistance, yeah. it would be the Terminator. As the show in the second one, he has, like, targeting aiming device, like, <laughs> kneecap and all the cops and shit, but he's yeah. like, even Terminator's like, oh, it looks so cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a big shootout on the boat, uh, Riggs gets his shit kicked out. It always makes us think of Rush Hour. <laughs> oh, Rush Hour makes us think of Lethal Weapon. Well, yeah, that starts on a boat as well, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Or in a dockyard, something like that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was the same year as well, wasn't it? 98? Um, God, was it? Yeah, I think so. Fuck. Jet Li and Jackie Chan, the same year, made in the debuts. I think it's, this was after it. I think Rush Hour came first, I think. That's mental, because to me, Rush Hour seems newer mm. than Lethal Weapon. Yeah. 
So, yeah, fucking hell. What a, what a revelation. I can't believe that. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's 98 and 99. They're definitely yeah. quite close together, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. In my mind, I just feel like Rochelle came way, way after Little Weapon 4. Yeah, mm. Very strange. Yeah, anyway. Crazy, uh, but yeah, then uh, Metar's boat sinks. Poor Metar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's. Uh, it's, it's a cool action scene, actually, with the, uh, the barrel going flying up in the air. Yeah, and then <laughs> like Leo's just like, wow, look at that. <laughs> yeah, and then they, they just like jump out of the way. It's a nice stunt as well. Yeah, that's yeah, really cool, yeah. yeah. Uh, probably one of the last, if you think about it, one of the last big like practical stunt effects movies for a while. Mm. Yeah. I mean, there's probably a bit of CG in there, because it's like late 90s and they were starting to add their modern action movies, but after this, you'd get more stuff that was a bit more, I don't know, yeah, yeah, like, more, f- more fake. <laughs> Yeah, and like the Matrix and stuff started, you know, and all that sort of stuff. Like, what, three, four years away from the Matrix coming out? Yeah, next year. 99. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was just thinking that myself. I was like, I know what you mean now. Lethal Weapon 4 feels like it came after the Matrix, but it didn't. No, weird. Just think the next year, man, that was crazy. It was like Phantom Menace, the Matrix, Blair Witch. Mm. We need to do a fucking 99 review show one Mm. one time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So once they get back on land, uh, we meet Chris Rock's character. His introduction is Lee Butters, although I love the running joke that they just can't get his name right and keeps calling him Biscuits. Okay, what we got here? Step back, step back, step back, step back. Ah, shit. He's dead, man. He's fucking dead, man. Shit. What? Yeah, this is how he wanted to come to America, right? What was you, in the killing section? This guy's been shot four times. Well, uh, yeah. At close range, like he was executed. He was executed. Yeah, by the crew. Yeah. What the fuck, man? We got people getting killed left, right, and center in this town. Now we're importing victims? Hey, gangbangers want to kill each other? No problem. You, me, one of us gets shot. Hey, occupational hazard. But just a normal guy, this fucking guy, what the fuck did he ever do to anybody? That ain't right. All right, easy biscuits. Yeah, you'll get an ulcer like this, yeah. kid. You got to settle down here. Like it! Oh, oh, sorry. Like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm losing my head, but I just hate to see bad things happen to good folk, that's all. Well, we'd like to stick around and shoot the breeze yeah. with you here, but, Butler, but uh, we, you you look like you're in charge here. Yeah. So. Sir, you should really take this, it's freezing. Yeah. You're all wet. I'm all, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Get some of that vapor rubber, rub it on your chest. All right, all right, all right fucker. I mean, he's good in this, I'm enjoying it, but you can tell in hindsight that it was an early role, mm. can't you? Yeah, yeah. He's not quite comfortable, in, in, not in front of the camera, he's not, he's not as good of an actor as he'd become. Well, it's, it's just really, I just said, like, he's just, he is Chris Rock in this oh, film. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, there's parts where the film stops and he just does a stand-up routine. Yeah, and it's a bit like, well, maybe it's a bit jarring, maybe. Mm. Um, you know, like, he's not the first one to do it, because, like, um, Dennis uh, Thingy... Dennis Leary. Uh, Dennis Leary, like, he was probably the prototype of that sort of person that was, like, he was in a film because he was a well-loved he was a well American comedian, mm-hmm. but, like, he would sometimes, like, stop the film dead because it was just like, oh, I'm, I'm like, the stand-up comedian in a film. Why isn't that yeah. the scene at that in Demolition Man where he just yeah. does a big rant for, like, 20 minutes? Yeah, yeah, and it's a bit like, mm, okay. Yeah, and, you know, but then, like, you know, you fast-forward to things, like, he's in, like, that Spider-Man film and stuff, and he's, like, he's a proper actor now and stuff, so... Shit, I forgot he was... I, I, I forgot most things about those films, but I totally forgot <laughs> Dennis Lewis yeah. in them films. Yeah. yeah, so it's kind of the same with Chris Rock, really. Like, he, he's a stand-up comedian in this film. He really yeah. is. Like, he's exactly. not an actor at this point. He's just, like, he's try, he's testing out being an actor. But at the same time, though, he was sh- he was shooting Dogma like at the same time as mm. this, and it's a totally different mm. performance in Dogma. Mm. He's a character, you know. What I mean? Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah, he does all right. Like, I mean, I'm not having a Gordon Freeze. No, no, I'm, ju- I'm just yeah. saying you can tell it's an early. If in hindsight you look back, you can see it's his first big film. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
And he's probably nervous because he's on that documentary on the Blu-ray and he fucking loves Lethal Weapon. So. <laughs> Just a big yeah. kid in a candy store yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, totally. yeah. He said he had like five beat maxes when he was a kid and one of them was Lethal Weapon, so he's probably seen it like 85 times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do like the little bit where Riggs can't resist and Murtar knows instantly he's taking the piss. So he says, sorry about your boat. Mm. And he just goes... Riggs! <laughs> I love that <laughs> And Murtar finds a family of uh, Chinese immigrants who have hidden in his, uh, his lifeboat. Yeah, it's setting up the main plot, basically. It's cool that, like, Riggs is always the one that, like... Uh, sorry, Murtar is always the one that, like, carries the emotional mm-hmm. plot of the film in yeah. some way. Like, yeah, it's, it's funny that that always sort of works out that way. But I think it's, it's just cool. good. More relatable, really, because he's the family man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll meet Uncle Benny now, one of the main villains, and uh, Jet Li. And um, a sleazy immig- immigration government guy sort out, like, fake passports for the... What do they call them? The four... Forefathers. Yeah, yeah. And who, um, who is? The, uh, he's the little dude's landlord. <laughs> yeah, yeah, big basket guy. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Tomorrow's already the 10th. Far out. And of course, uh, we'll find out that the triads, uh, these triads, uh, their main form of uh, executing someone is to kill them by a train. <laughs> yeah, a bit, o- bit over the top. It's care. slightly over the top, yeah, because as we'll see later, there's a lot of room for error. <laughs> yeah, well, also, couldn't you just drive forward? I, I just don't get it. Like, no. at, at the time, it never bothered us watching it. I was like, oh, yeah, kill them by pushing them at the train. But yeah. when I was watching it this time, I would say, you would very clearly just drive forward. <laughs> Which is what Riggs does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, I don't know. doesn't make I any sense. They're just relying on panic setting in. Yeah, I guess. Which is kind of what happens to that guy. Mm. We'll meet Riggs now. Uh, well, we'll meet Riggs. He, Riggs goes to his trailer, which, uh, once again, it's a deleted scene. I know it was in Director's Cup, but it's a deleted scene, technically, where he's putting an extension on his trailer. The extension is on his trailer in the fourth mm. one. Actually, yeah. I mean, like I said, continuity's great. I do like that he, he just still has the trailer, but it's like... Yeah. He's moved up in the world. It's now like yeah. a house trailer. <laughs> yeah, just like the back end of it's still the trailer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's really cool. And, uh, of course, Lorna is pregnant now, and mm. uh, she has a rumour through internal affairs that Roger might be on the take. Yeah, well, it feeds into the... Because like, it kind of hints at it a few times in the film, isn't it? Yeah, he's whipping, like, yeah. $100 bills out. And yeah. But it's just, like, a little bit of continuity when, like, Riggs is like, oh, no, I've, I've tried to get him to take money before. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, obviously in the second one he does, doesn't he? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He tells him to, like... Because, like, Roger's got, like, a handful of bills and he's like, there must be $10,000 or something, he says. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Riggs is like, take it, put it in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm holding my hair, I can put all my kids through college. You son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much the line, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think he does say that, yeah. <laughs> Just take any Murtar line, add son of a bitch. Yeah. It makes yes. it better. <laughs> yeah, but Lorna lets it slip that Butters uh, is the father of Rihanna's baby. I love Mug Mug Abstraction. She just says his name and he goes, Oh, biscuits! <laughs> <laughs> So, of course, Riggs uses that as more ammunition of dropping hints and busting chops for the rest yeah, of the film, yeah. which is funny. <laughs> and uh, Murtaugh, because Butters keeps sucking up to him all the time, thinks he's gay. Yeah, that's, it's quite funny, that, actually, as well. I totally mm. forgot about that element in the film. And it's mm. played off innocently. You know, like we were talking about earlier, like, things not aging well and stuff. Yeah, this isn't played off like it's uh, he's, he's disgusted that he's gay. Yeah. It just makes him feel uncomfortable, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, that could have been, like, really risky, That you know what I mean? Like, it could have aged horrendously. Yeah, if it was yeah. made in, like, 85, where, like, the word faggot gets thrown around lots in the mid-80s <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Yeah, that's what I mean. It could have been, like, disastrous for well, this film. There's, there's a bit I actually forgot to mention in the first one. Mm. Where you know where the house, where Dixie's house blows up. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Murtaugh's trying to put out the fire on. He says his coat's on fire. Yeah. R- Riggs says, "What are you, a fag?" 
Uh, and every time I watch the scene, I'm like, that's so needlessly brutal. Yeah. <laughs> he said, your coat's on fire, you dick. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Hey, Captain wants to see us downtown. Let's go. Okay. Uh, Trisha, be right down. Have fun shopping for the baby. Bye-bye, honey. Yeah. Hey, uh, who, uh, who had the sleepover? Uh, we just aired out the camping gear. We out of here. Wow, something smells good in here. Uh, yeah, really good. Yeah, Trish has food on the store. Uh, we out of here. That smells like Chinese food, doesn't it, honey? Food? Chinese food? No, Chinese. Oh, yeah, she's in Chinese cooking. Chinese she's cooking something oh, no, that smells no, good. No, she's, I gotta no, she's not there. No, no, no. She's always I like Chinese food. Please, please, Lorna. Please. There's a Chinese person in the kitchen. I saw him. Yeah, I mean, a, a, a couple of Chinese people. I, I know, like, oh, it's actually a whole family. He goes to pick him up in the morning and uh, finds out that Meta's letting the Chinese family live with him. Mm, like, to be honest, he probably shouldn't let them cook Chinese food. <laughs> no. Helps. That yeah. seems like an obvious giveaway, that way. Like, yeah, like, when, he was Chinese in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Trying to hide a Chinese family. Your partner's coming to your house. You yeah. know that you've just been involved in something to do with Chinese people. Yeah. And, you, and you allow them to cook Chinese in the He's kitchen. He's just like, get the fucking fuyong on the guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, pay your way, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, as we said, he's flashing money around, giving like fucking piles of money to his kids and stuff. And mm. but, uh, you know, plays it off like, oh, I need to go in the bank. Yeah, it's an interesting, like, because they, they explain it. Hmm. But I don't know what the idea was here, really. No, it's kind of a story that goes nowhere. Yeah, basically. Like the, the I mean, we'll get to it, but he's kind of just like shrugs it away with a, a one line later in the film, and you're like, yeah. oh, "Is that it? That's weird." It's, it almost feels like a subplot that was either cut down in editing or cut down in the script stage, and they just went, "Oh, it's fine as it is." Like, mm. but it just has, it's like a subplot without an ending. You just yeah. go, "Oh, this is this is why I've got the money." Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a really small, pointless plot, really. Yeah, because there's a few scenes that establish money, mm-hmm. and he's got money and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah and he keeps re- referencing his new suits he's wearing and shit. Like yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> uh, back at the station, uh, the newspaper clipping of Mertal is mm. stuck on the thing, and it's Riggs, of course. But no. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. And Riggs is like acting; he's all like, "Come yeah. on, guys, this is, this is ridiculous." Too- yeah, <laughs> he's like, as he's putting it back up, he's like, "If I find it, I'll kick his ass." <laughs> yeah, and everyone's just laughing in the background. It's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> And when they get they get promoted to captains now because there's no lieutenant um, positions open, so they would get bumped straight up to captain. Don't know if that would work. Yeah, like does does that happen? Maybe I Ma- don't know. Seems in Lethal Weapon world, it does. Apparently, <laughs> seems unlikely. <laughs> I love the fucking like old man line that the captain gives him. He's like, "I was shot at by a heart runner with a zip gun. It's how far back I go." And they give each other a look like, "What a pointless anecdote." <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And uh, my favourite favorite of Murtown moment here is when they say, what the fuck do we do now that we're captain? go, I don't know, hang around the coffee machine, say things like, chief shit and bricks. <laughs> <laughs> so what the hell we do now? Yeah. I don't know, I'm doing shit. I'm going to hang out by the coffee machine. Yeah. Take long lunches. Yeah. Yeah. Yell things like, Riggs, Murtown. Yeah, chief, chief shit and bricks, man. <laughs> you finished? You think you can stay off the streets and out of trouble, something simple? Uh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Great. Uh, Captain Riggs. Captain Murtaugh. <laughs> I mean, obviously, these guys have got chemistry, certainly just because of the films and stuff. Yeah. But, like, yeah, just the, the way they riff off each other. Like That, feel, when, that feels like an ad lib, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Like, when they do get promoted and, like, they've got the badges, and, <laughs> like, they, they, like, shake hands and salute each other and stuff. Yeah, and that. it's all funny, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just, like you said, I reckon probably most of that little bit was ad libbed to an extent. Most likely, yeah. Yeah. Um, on the door. First time, I don't know if it's ever if it's this obvious near the films, but on the door, Captain E. Murphy. <laughs> right. Is his name Edward? <laughs> Eddie Ed, Murphy? Ed. Mm-hmm. Or Earl or something. 
could be Earl. Yeah. He looks. He looks like an Earl. <laughs> this is not many names begin with E. Yeah, because I don't think they ever say his name, do they? No, just Merge, Murph, Murphy. That's it, Murphy. Yeah. yeah. The fellow cops informed them about Uncle Benny. Uncle Benny's a guy they've had uh, dealings with before, but they never managed to bust him. So mm. you know, they never like people getting away. I like that. It like it has a feeling like it, it sets up quite nicely that there's been shit happening mm-hmm. since we last saw them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I like that. Like ca- other cases they've done between the two films. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it calls back to stuff that you didn't see. So mm-hmm. yeah, it feels feels quite nice there. Not like in a in a Revenge of the Sith way. <laughs> yeah, oh. it's a, it's an offhand comment. That, hey, remember when I rescued you from these fucking Gendex? Like <laughs> you're like, oh, <laughs> fucking tie-in comic. <laughs> yeah, it's not like that way where you're like, oh, <laughs> it's like nice. You actually like it when they're calling back to stuff that you have. Yeah, seen. That, that's what I was thinking. I was like, if this was now, they'd just be setting up a spin-off. <laughs> Yeah, a like web series or something. Web series or a comic book or something. Um, so they go to see Uncle Benny along with uh, Chris Rock, who, as we said, in the car does a standard routine, which is funny. Don't get us wrong. Yeah, because well, all of the put in my notes is he, he has a rant. What's the rant about? It's just a rant about he, the reason he hates uh, crime is because when he was a kid, he never oh, yeah. he had a lie on the floor because of the gunshots going through his window and he didn't learn to walk till he was dead. It, it is kind of funny, like, to be fair. Oh, it's really funny, yeah. <laughs> he's like, when I'm thinking about I'm not thinking about the crime, I'm thinking about that goddamn floor. <laughs> and I'm, yeah. I'm, it seems from their reaction that that's the first time he's... Dig- that seems like that's their first time hearing it. Yeah, because... I don't know if it is, but it yeah, looks genuine. Yeah, Glover's kind of, like, smirking isn't he and, yeah. and stuff yeah obviously we should probably mention because uh, I don't think mm-hmm. we've mentioned uh, Leo t- reveals at the start of the film that he's a PI now yeah he's a private detective yeah because um, uh, he's following isn't he in this scene <laughs> yeah they're just in the spot on the with a giant <laughs> fucking red station wagon yeah. <laughs> big four wheel drive thing yeah. and uh, Leo and Butters meet for the first time yeah which is fucking hilarious mm-hmm. I love this this is probably the funniest bit in the film I think yeah, yeah. hey uh, hey Riggs who's the uh, perp would you bust him for Oh, I'm a perp? Oh, you see a young brother in the back of a police car, automatically I'm a perp? Look at my suit. Look at my tie. What do I look like, the fucking Crips accountant? Look at this badge, bitch. Check out the gun. Okay, okay, okay. Hey, hey, okay, put the gun down, put the gun down. License, registration, okay. urine sample. Hey, I got a badge too, okay? Hey, German Jews didn't have it any easier when we were kids, so uh, don't think you're the only one, okay? Okay? Hey, hey, besides, I knew you were a cop. I was only kidding with you. Hey, I can smell a cop a mile away. Oh, I smell bad? What's what you trying to say? Well, stop turning everything around. You're so damn touchy. These guys will tell you we work together. We got a history together. Maybe we'll work together someday. I'm the bomb. They'll tell you I'm great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to work together. As soon as I open up a cereal shop, you fucking leprechaun. Hey, I ain't call you any names, you fuckface. Don't start that, okay? I'm full around. Yeah, they go see Uncle Benny and we'll get the line which is uh, taking the piss out of the fact he's Chinese, apparently, where he's like, fly rice. Yeah, it's like, it's sort of slightly racist. <laughs> yeah. Kind of gets away with it, the film, I guess. Yeah. But that, that guy, though, he's cool. Uh, Uncle he Benny. Is. Yeah. It's got he's, a very unique look, doesn't he? Yeah. He's like he's in, like, Fifth Element and stuff like that. Oh, is he? Yeah, he, he's like the guy that's, like, on the floating junk that he's serving, yeah, like, Chinese to Bruce Willis's character and Every stuff. time I watch it I'm like I know I've seen him in something else but mm. I can never remember what it is it might be Fifth Element I'm thinking yeah. of actually yeah yeah he's, he like throws him a, a fortune cookie and stuff mm, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's been yeah. years since I've seen him <laughs> yeah. I'm like I remember Bruce Willis and a flying car to put it and that singing bird oh yeah actually yeah, <laughs> the <bit>. blue bird <laughs> yeah and Chris Tucker that everyone thinks ruins the film yeah and I don't Nah. I like him really I think that's yeah. the point of the character to be a nine yeah <laughs> it's like going to see a horror film well, I didn't like it it was scary <laughs> <laughs> don't go see it you dick yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Riggs gets on Jet Li's face and gives him some shit to think he doesn't understand English. And stuff. Yeah, like, I forgot, because I think when we talked about it, um, I, I think you said, like, you know, Jet Li's, like, like, a, like a bastard in this one. Like, mm-hmm. uh, and I kind of forgot how, how much of a, like, I don't know, a creepy presence he has. Oh, he's really stoic and quiet and unnerving, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah I forgot, like, because, you know, I had memory of him, like, being a, a twat and stuff, but, mm. like, yeah, I felt, felt when you first see him in that, you're like, yeah, he does have a proper, like, creepy vibe about him. Yeah, and his little catchphrase he's got, like, in Hong Kong, you'd be dead. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice catchphrase. <laughs> uh, but as they're getting there, the, the fuck his officer, break his big two-way mirror and stuff, just causing them bother, basically, as they always do with bad guys. And then they spot a guy from the boat that beat the fuck out of Riggs, there's a big chase throughout the city now. Mm, yeah, it's quite nice, like, rooftop chase as yeah. well, and things, and uh, the setup with them getting stuck on the air. Uh, on, like, the, the overhanging bit and falling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's setting up, you know, that Riggs is getting too old for this shit now as well. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of funny. Yeah, it starts mm. playing up. Because his character, like, wasn't he, like, 38, supposedly, in the first film, I think? So Around was, about there, yeah. Yeah, I think he was. Because I think there's trivia that, like, I think Mel Gibson was actually only, like, either 30 or, like, in his early 30s. He would have been early 30s, because I think he was yeah. only, like, fucking... 24 something during the first Mad yeah. Max so he'll not be that old Mitchell. so yeah he, he was playing an older character than he was supposed to be so mm-hmm. I suppose by this point yeah he's he's like heading towards retirement age himself really <laughs> well it's the same with um, Danny Glover Danny Glover's 40 in the original he's playing a 50 year old yeah it's crazy yeah. that isn't it mm. uh, Chris Rock mentions that on that documentary he's like I'm older now than Murtaugh was in the first one <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> crazy yeah <laughs> Um, if you think about it, though, like how old would Murtaugh? Like Murtaugh was fifty in nineteen eighty-six. Yeah. So <laughs> he, put, he would have been long retired by <laughs> the before. Yeah, kind of fucking early seventies. I think that's why they kind of keep away from it a little bit in this film. No, sorry, he'd be sixties. Uh, sixties. That's yeah. only ten years later. Yeah. So it'd be like far too old though to be run around. Being oh yeah, a cop. <laughs> of course. Yeah, you have a fucking desk job. Yeah, right now, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. Like they the touch on age. A little bit, but they never go fully there, I guess. Like, because no. they don't want the audience to think, hang on a minute, how old? Yeah. He was 50 in the first one. Yeah. <laughs> but they could always pull, pull back and go, oh, it's only supposed to be two years since three or something like that. Yeah, I suppose, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not six. Uh, I do like the little bit where Murtaugh gives the guy some money to take his bike, and the guy's just like, hey, Johnny, someone stole your bike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chris Rock gets a guy, and there's a sort of a kind of a 90s reference where he like says if you get Johnny Cochran as your attorney I'll kill you mm. OJ's lawyer yeah yeah like <laughs> something that's kind of lost now I guess yeah. I do like that line that we will supply if you can't if you can't afford a lawyer we'll supply you with the dumbest fucking lawyer on earth <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> and we get a bit where Jet Li gets to kick a bit of ass now when he kills the boat captain mm. and uh, this is a bit that was censored to fuck over here on video it's not now, thankfully. The Blu-rays are uncut, mm. but on video, for some reason, they just butchered the shit out of it to get a 15, I think. Just the strangulation, do you think? Or? Well, it was even so much as so as, like, lowering the volume of the hits. Mm. So it was less brutal. There's a YouTube channel. Uh, I've been meaning to plug them for it. It's called GNC Films. And they do a great series called Cutting Edge, mm. which shows you, like, comparisons between, like, theatrical versions, video versions, DVD versions, like, what was cut out of one. I think the Lethal Weapon episode's, like, 25 minutes long. There was that much cut out of it. Mm crazy so yeah. go, if you're interested in what was cut out of uh, the British version for a while people should go check that channel yeah. out GN- GNC films yeah I'll have a look yeah mm. it's, it's really good they've done just, uh, most films you could think of that would have been cut mainly action films mm. it's crazy yeah um, but the, the action there the, this fight scene though on the rooftop it is surprisingly like I mean 
again, I've not really looked at trivia for this film, but did, did was Jet Li allowed to choreography? Did it, was, what was, it, was, it was Corey Yoon doing the fights. And I it? remember an impact at the time when they were hyping this up with it being Jet Li's big Hollywood debut. I was really pleased to read that Richard Donner had like let them do it like they do in Hong Kong. When it comes to fight scenes, Corey Yoon was in charge of camera angles yeah. and stuff. Cause you, you, so I was like, they're doing tell. it right. Yeah, to- oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. Because there's, like, loads of wide shots. It's mm-hmm. it's no, none of the shaky cam shit. No. Uh, and, like, fast cuts. It's, it's all, like, quite stable shots where you can see the action and see what's happening and stuff. So. The only thing that's different, really, is not as, it's not as quick as a mm-hmm. Hong Kong fight. Yeah. They yeah. say it on the making of, like, they had to tell them to slow the fuck down. <laughs> yeah, because, like, the frame rate was... It wouldn't yeah. capture, like, some of the movements and stuff. Yeah, like the Bruce Lee <laughs> stories. They're like, Harry Bruce, calm down. <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> Uh, Mertar and uh, Hong, the leader of the the family, uh, or the, the he's like the da- he's not the dad, he's like the grandfather of the family, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he's, he's like granddad, head yeah. of the family. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They bond over a glass of tequila, and uh, Mertar gives him his grand his father's watch. Yeah, it's a nice, little bit of bonding moment. Yeah, nice scene. To which we'll get, to, but it's completely out of place. <laughs> like the, what happens to that guy later on? I, I oh, feel, it's a but, bit, it's a bit brutal. <laughs> but anyway. it's like, oh come on. <laughs> But yeah, it it jumps to China now for a bit, doesn't it? Weirdly, um, is that now? Is it? Yeah, it's, it's straight after the uh, after Jet Li kills him. Oh yeah, because uh, they're, they're in it again later on when they're getting picked up yeah. and stuff. I didn't I didn't notice the first. Before. But I just like I don't know. It's it's almost like Independence Day levels of of, of like stereotypes. <laughs> oh, it is a bit like it's a mainland China tour, like rainy and fucking foggy and looks brutal and stuff. Yeah, and there's like some mural on, on a wall of like, you know, a, a, like authority figures and there's spotlights yeah. and everyone's like like marching and it's all Attack military. Dogs. <laughs> I was just like, oh my god. Like, the only other stereotype they could have gone to was some guy in like a little bike going down a little street and like have yeah. the, the fucking ding-ding-ding-ding-ding. Selling <laughs> steamed buns. <laughs> yeah. So I did kind of laugh at that, like, what? Well, now, um, yeah. like China, that's China, all right. You didn't even have the sub. You didn't need the subtitles to explain it was China. I wonder if Jet Li walked on set and just went. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Probably a little bit, yeah. It's as well though. The thing that I was that I was curious watching this, like, because they wouldn't have flown to China, obviously. No, no. I, I wonder where it was. Just little little tidbits like that sometimes interest me. Like, yeah, I, good point. Yeah. I wonder if they like had to scour for a, a location or whether they painted up just a random like thing and made it look Chinese. And yeah, I'd probably go into it on the commentary. Like I said, I only listened to the first five ten minutes of uh, this film's commentary. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to yeah. check it out. Yeah. yeah. Once again, with the age thing, uh, Briggs is uh, having a, like a sparring match with a young cop in the uh, gym. And Riggs is getting the absolute fuck kicked out of him, so he fakes his dislocated shoulder because he's uh, he's getting the shit kicked out of him. Yeah, it's, it's nice. It's it's kind of like it does what the third one did with Murtar, but this time it's Riggs. Yeah, you Riggs know. is quickly catching up to him with age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the locker room. The, the one thing that I did note in, in my notes, I don't know if you clocked this, but what's with the fucking random beefcake walk? I was around? just going to mention that because <laughs> it get no seriously, it gets more interesting. Does I was it? watching. I was like. What the fuck? Like, how he can't be a policeman, but he is credited as young detective or something. Yeah. So I was thinking, he looks like fucking like how built fucking Arnie was in the early eighties. Yeah. Now he was just all chest. Yeah. So I looked him up. I was like, I wonder if it is. Looked it up. It's the guy who doubled Arnie in uh, Terminator Salvation for the T eight hundred. Yeah, right. And I'm like, because he does look like Arnie, doesn't yeah, he? Like Arnie, yeah. circa pumping iron and shit. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah he so sticks out like sort of. He like, does. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I couldn't pay attention to the scene. I was like, what the fuck? Like he must have been like, I don't know. I know someone on the makeup crew, and they've snuck him in or something. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a cop look that jacked in my life. <laughs> 
They're ridiculous. Yeah, but then they do the mantra, don't they? We're not too old for this shit. Yeah. He's right. I mean, we're dinosaurs. What am I, what am I gonna do? Accept it. I got to. No, bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. No, I'm not gonna accept it. No, I'm gonna uh, will it not to happen. Will it? Yeah. You know, <laughs> will it? I'm not too old for this shit. I'm not too old for this shit. You will it not. We're not too old for this shit. Oh, well, well we're, we're not, not too old for this shit. We're not, not too old for this shit. Say like you believe me. We're, we're not too old for this shit. Yeah. Hey, yeah. We're not too old for I'm this shit. I'm not going to buy a hemorrhoid cushion. We're not too old for this shit. I'm not going to get corn. Yeah, I, I, I got corn. Yeah, I'm not wearing a suit. That's yeah, yeah. What's wrong with wearing a suit? There's nothing wrong with a suit. Hey, I'm nice. Murtaugh pull, quickly pulls his pants up when Butters walks <laughs> Yeah, and hides behind the like the uh, the locker and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like I said it's it's all good. It's in good humor. And, and oh stuff, yeah, it's, like, there's nothing mean spirited about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's just because Roger's old and old fashioned, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and just really awkward. Uh, more Leo and Butters action. Where, um, he comes in and tells them that the boat captain was found on a rooftop and <laughs> pigeons ate his eyeballs. And Riggs just goes cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A random little detail. I do like the, the rant about the phones, though. That's mm. quite funny. Isn't and, it? like, Leo, fi- they the finally, like, say eye to eye, bless him, Leo and Butters. Yeah, but even afterwards, when the whole Butters is like, why am I talking to him? <laughs> yeah. Somebody, Somebody took paper. my number oh, and you? called Afghanistan. Afghanistan? Okay, okay, Afghanistan? Okay. I don't okay. know nobody in Afghanistan. I don't know what fucking Afghanistan looked like. And even if I did, I would not talk to that Afghan ass for three hours. I won't talk to my daddy for three hours. They fuck you, they fuck you, they fuck you with the cell phones. Hey, you know what happens when you go to a drive-thru? They get ready. And he sees the scratches on his face and says, no means no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's some right cutting remarks against there Leo. Is. Like this Poor one. Leo, yeah, he gets absolutely battered, like, verbally more in this film than anything <laughs> yeah. else. Yeah, because he's a, uh, he fucking, he's a, we found a missing dog, got a dog that looked like it and dyed it to look like the actual mm. dog. And they're like, that's against the law. Yeah, like, that, that is basically being a con man. <laughs> and what is, what is it? Him? Yeah, I was going to say, it's like Ace Ventura in it, but... The Douche Ventura Pet Infector. <laughs> 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 but then they head back to Murtaugh's house and the triads are there. You get a bit of uh before they get there as well, I think Riggs doesn't Riggs like uh challenge him on finally, like where's all the money coming yeah. from? I think this yeah. is where it happens. Before they get the house he's like, Hey man, where's where's all the money coming from? He's yeah. like he's like, Oh my wife's like parents died or something. Or yeah. auntie died. Yeah, he makes some shit up, yeah. So that's kinda like where that concludes, that little story of him having Until the end, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, forgot, I forgot to mention Mel Gibson's bitchin' leather jacket. Mm, yeah, he has a, obviously the, the the sort of obvious different look because he doesn't have long hair in this film. No, first on without the mullet. I guess he yeah. couldn't really get away with that in 98, did he? Yeah, but uh, yeah, he has a, a sort of a, a different look overall, really, with his jacket and everything. Yeah, didn't you have yeah. a jacket that was quite similar to that? Yeah, I did, yeah. Because I'm sure yeah. he got it and I was like, Harry Riggs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, with the white stripes down the arms, yeah. Yeah, yeah I still like jackets like that, to be fair. Yeah, it's a nice jacket, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, Jet Li being a badass, yeah, like when like Briggs points the laser pointer at him and he just brushes it off, <laughs> tries to brush it away. Yeah, like that slow, like ugh. yeah, yeah, it's cool. And the way he, like dismantled Briggs's gun. Yeah, that's a classic. That's Hong Kong action all over that, isn't it? Really, yeah. The whole yeah. get grabbing the slider and pulling it off. Like Jackie yeah. Chan does that in like Operation Condor or something, doesn't he? Or, um, he doesn't. Uh, it, it definitely doesn't like one of the rush hours as well. Yeah, but yeah, it came from a, one of these. I think it's Operation Condor. Because yeah. mm. obviously, there's the gag where everyone has a bit of the gun, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. just throws them just the top, they throw each other the opposite bits of the gun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but not so badass. 
kicking a pregnant woman in the heat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he didn't, know. he didn't know. He didn't know. True, he didn't know. He just kicked whoever was on the other side of the door. Yeah, who knows? It could have been a fucking kid or something. Right? <laughs> yeah. Calm down, Jet. Calm down, Jettison. It is a twat. Uh, to, be, to be fair, they do up the villains being twats in this one, like... Oh, yeah, it's like almost the thought the same as us. Like, oh, Jack Travis wasn't as strong. We need some of that South African brutalness. Because <laughs> he literally, like, they're like, ah, you meddled in our affairs, so we're going to burn all your fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> like, inc- including the pregnant wife. Yeah, like, and the kids Jesus. and everything. The fucking dog, who cares? <laughs> yeah, like, that's a bit much, but mm. there you go. Triads, I guess. You would be dead if it was Hong Kong. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> Um, little Ping, the little kid, rescues them with scissors. I take it this doesn't annoy you because there was no setup earlier where he's doing arts and crafts. <laughs> yeah. See, if they had made this film now, that would yeah. be, they'd be like, "Hey, kid, you're really handy with those scissors." Yeah. And he's like, oh, God. <laughs> you just go. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I hate shit yeah. like that. Yeah, for new listeners, that's Chris's biggest pet peeve in films. Kids that are set up with some sort of skill <laughs> that'll come back in the third act. And save, like, the, like um, it's, I'm just going to go to film school, learn how to make a film, I'm going to make a film, and the payoff is going to be some kid that's capable that just gets blown away at the end of the film. <laughs> and he's like, he swings in, and then the bad guy goes, what, what are you doing? And then just shoots him straight in the head. <laughs> just assault them precinct 13s and... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that's reality, folks. <laughs> Fuck off with a kid saving the day. <laughs> but we're going to... Probably the most over-the-top chase in the entire series now. Yeah, where they get, like, in a... It's like a fucking thingy house, isn't it? A, a, what's the word I'm looking for? It's almost like a half-completed trailer. Yeah, like a trailer house sort of thing, yeah. yeah but it's on, the, it's on the, the motorway. Again, another yeah. one of them things where you think, like, did they just want to do the scene? <laughs> probably. <laughs> and they just wrote it in. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite nice though, like with the use of the plastic and stuff. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, when he's like sort of almost surfing on a fucking table behind the car yeah. and st- behind the yeah. truck and stuff. Yeah, and the bit when he chucks the, the the chair leg for some reason, I really like that. Yeah, and it like smashes right in the mirror. Yeah, yeah. and the mirror in the windshield. Uh, yeah, it's fucking ridiculous though. Yeah, and like action movie logic. Apparently, it's a piece of piss to like punch through a car window and then have a fist fight. Yeah, because he does. He punches him and pulls him into. It would have made. Yeah. I don't know. That that's pushing it a bit too much. Yeah. He's not the Terminator. He, he, once again, he's been watching Terminator. Yeah. Uh, it would have made more sense for him to kick it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He'd still break a shin. But <laughs> um, my favorite moment is the uh, fucking extremely paranoid truck driver who just assumes Murtaugh is some crazy asshole with a forty badge. Yeah. When he tried to pull him over, he's like, "Man, I think he's a shapeshifter too." <laughs> <laughs> And he's a member of the New World Order. <laughs> yeah, I, I do laugh at that, though. Like, he, he just immediately doesn't trust him. The one bit that sticks out again, a bit of a sore thumb, the, the random, like, guy getting smashed by a bus. Oh, that's br- yeah, that was totally gone in the UK version. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how brutal that is. Like. Yeah, like, yeah, just, I don't know, something about it, the edit of it, but it looks brutal as fuck. Yeah, there's like, it's almost as well, like, they've put, like, meat inside the dummy. <laughs> I'm sure you see a chunk of flesh. <laughs> yeah, like, it's almost like done like a horror film or something, yeah. It's just, mm. ridi- it's just ridiculous, it just kind of sticks out. It does a bit, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do like the little moment where Murtar says, get away from my boy, mm. as he's getting battered. It's a nice yeah. moment. Because, yeah. like, Chris Rock points out, and it's like, I've never really put it together, even though it's totally obvious that... Riggs and Berta have a father and son relationship, essentially. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just like that bit like where he's like, get away from my boy! It's just a nice moment. Mm. But he doesn't say son of a bitch. Prime opportunity there. 
There's, I don't feel there's enough son of a bitches. In no, that's what I'm saying. We're in the late 90s now. It wasn't popular yeah. to say son of a bitch anymore. I'm just going to go back and do a fan edit. Yeah, put, put son of a bitches in from the other movies. Hey, uh, who, uh, who had the sleepover? Uh, we just aired out the camping gear. Stupid son of a bitch! It's just insane when they like go through a fucking skyscraper and out the other end. <laughs> yeah, that that is like ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It's where like car physics just don't apply at all, and it's a bit. <laughs> and you know, and, and it, in action films, you kind of accept that, but it oh, just yeah. gets it just gets a bit goofy. In this it one. just feels too over the top for Lethal Weapon. Even yeah, though there's yeah. been many over-the-top moments in the entire series, but that just feels yeah. a bit too cartoony, doesn't it, really? Yeah. <laughs> it's impressive, but it's a bit much. Like, the car would just immediately stop working. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just have to be a bit of a damp squib to the end, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. The end of that scene. Uh, is that, that, the chase is pretty much over after that. They don't get them, do they? No, they don't. Yeah, they get away, yeah. Mm. And uh, we see the heads of the triads in prison again, and uh, Conan Lee's there. From, mm. uh, well, he didn't have a big career in Hong Kong, but he's made big films, Tiger on the Beat. Yeah. And uh, I miss the days when Hong Kong actors had just picked random words. I know Conan's a name, mm. but it's not a fucking common name, is it? People see a Conan, they think Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> Uncommon names like Ringo Lam, and my favourite, Fruit Chan. <laughs> That's a hell of a name. Fruit Chan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they find Uncle Benny at the dentist's office, because they get Leo to follow him. Mm, which comedy, is a bit yeah. we didn't mention earlier where they're like oh we'll get Leo to tail him he's like but he'll kill Leo and they just laugh and go yeah let's hire him <laughs> yeah. that's slightly brutal <laughs> yeah it certainly is like they're just sending potentially sending him to his death and they're laughing yeah. about it <laughs> and there's the whole scene where the laughing gas is on and he spills his guts and they're all pissing themselves yeah it's quite a good bit uh, mm. good laugh although uh, I will say like it does devolve into like uh, like a bit of just a shouting match at one point. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. You, you, where, where, like, you don't really know what's being said. No, not really. Yeah, they're yeah. shouting over the top of each other. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I did say me notes, like, it, it is quite funny, the scene, but, like, the last sort it, like, goes on for maybe a little bit too long. Yeah. Because uh, it's hard to tell what they're actually saying, basically, and then you're like, I don't know, what, what's going on? <laughs> I do like the moment where he finds out uh, Butters is the father of Rian's baby, and then he's just laughing, going, I thought you were into, like, limp wrists. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then he goes no I'm just starts air humping really aggressively <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> more train action they try and kill Riggs, Lorna and Ping but mm. backfires because you know Riggs and mm. he just drives forward as you said as you do yeah like any sane person would do not before Lorna just pulls out a gun and blows someone's face off like. <laughs> what if it was just someone accidentally rear-ending them <laughs> and I go oh that's you going to jail <laughs> yeah just murdered someone <laughs> yeah and she's not even on duty mm. Do you really have that much? Do you really have that kind of power that when you're a cop off duty on maternity leave, you can still shoot people? <laughs> well, maybe I don't. Know. Maybe I don't know. It just seems in a bit America, excessive. probably. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> We're kind of at the finale now, aren't we? Because um, so, after that, Riggs is like, "Fuck this shit." Yeah, I mean, obviously we've kind of skipped over, but the uh, did we say that the Chinese family get kidnapped? Yeah, they get kidnapped, and then uh, basically what was happening was like when they burn the house, their, the uncle of their family has been hired by. The triads to forge all this Chinese money. Yeah, so and that's quite a late reveal in the yeah. in the film, really. That like it's kind of, I mean, obviously the mention about the the, the triads, but mm. the fact that it's all about kind of money and like having these plates being made up and stuff. And that. Yeah, you you kind yeah. of find out as Riggs and Murtaugh do, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Jet Li kills every fucker, basically. He kills Hong, he kills the uncle, he kills Uncle Benny. <laughs> yeah, like, that's so random. Uncle Benny just gets, like, garroted in, like, literally a blinking you'll miss it scene. Yeah. If you, if you, like, looked away at the cough, you would never know that Uncle Benny I dies. Think, I actually think I did, because I forgot about that Uncle Benny died. And I think I must have been reaching for a drink, and when they built his body, I was like, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it's just yeah. a quick, like, 20-second montage of Jet Li garroting people. <laughs> but, yeah, the, the bit when he breaks the, uh, the like... Head of the family, the the old dude. That, mm. That's a bit cruel. Like. It's a bit cruel, isn't it? Yeah. I'm not sure the film needed that at all. To mm. be fair, like, uh, like surely the uncle at this, the uncle hasn't been doing the forging until he sees the family, basically. Mm. So you think at that point you'd be like, well, you've just killed him. So how about you go fuck yourself? <laughs> yeah, like you're blatantly going to kill me once I've done it. So fuck yeah. it, just kill us now. So uh, the real they find like some, like you know, half done counterfeit. So they take it to the dealer that's going down and just fuck them over, basically, which is quite funny. Mm. Turns up and gives it to the like uh, he's sort of like some corrupt official, isn't he, from China? It's like selling the triads, the crime bosses. Yeah, he's like the he's like a general or something, isn't he? It's yeah, like some corrupt general or something or the other. Yeah, it is amusing though. Where like they're just fucking basking in the glory of like, oh, well, fuck, he's over. And then someone pulls the gun. And he just goes, "Well, here we go." <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> a nice it, It's cool as well. Just that, that how the fact they just bought, they just ruin the entire deal yeah like you know what I mean they just straight away like it's fake here's the proof fuck off and then yeah. it just it all just goes tits up from there like surely they would know with the track record it's gonna end in a gunfight <laughs> yeah at least this time they took backup though they got a few other cops with them this time mm. yeah but their uh, butters get shot don't they well you've got to have a little bit of drama in there you've got to have someone get shot at the end <laughs> and you can't have Lorna there Pregnant, getting yeah. shot again. No, no that would be very unbelievable. Just her <laughs> bombing around pregnant with two guns or something. <laughs> the fight with Je- Jet Li... Well, first, Conan Lee gets shot, who was Jet Li's brother in the film. Uh, so that, yeah. piss, that pisses Jet Li off even fucking more. I love that uh, Jet Li's wearing white as well at the end of the yeah. film. It's which nice, is, yeah. like, for, for, I guess for blood and stuff purposes mm. as well. What do you think of the yeah. moment where he fucking bullet times a bullet? Yeah, he, like, dodges it and obviously that's, causes the death of his brother. Yeah, that's, <laughs> slightly, that's slightly too over the top. Well, you know, it's, that's that's how fast Chinese people are. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. <laughs> two, two, two Americans, anyway. It's all that wushu training. <laughs> Dodge bullets and shit. <laughs> but the, the fight with Jet Li, I do like how, like, he's waiting there, all pissed off, looking badass in the rain on the yeah. bridge and stuff, and they're just like, oh, fuck this, I can't be asked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the... They convince themselves to do it. I like that. Guy's too damn good. Well, yeah, he's damn good. I mean, how did he do that thing with the gun? How the hell did he do that? I mean, he took my gun apart with one death move. How did he do that? Huh? How? Yeah? Okay. Let's go ask him. And this this whole end bit is it's shot fucking gorgeously, like it is. Yeah, the yeah. lighting and stuff's amazing. Yeah, 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 really nice. Like it's weird. I don't know if it's because like I've seen it on I saw it on pirate and watched it loads on pirate when I was you know when it very first came out. Yeah, and then I think maybe I've watched it maybe once or twice on like uh, one of the early DVDs. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. It never it really struck us this time watching it on Blu-ray. Like fucking hell, this end bit looks like crazy. It is, right. it is really nice, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just all the, like, with the rain and the lighting and going on mm. and stuff, yeah, very, very good. And it's, but it's fucking brutal, though. Mm. The bit where Jet Li gets skewered and then Riggs lifts him up and fucking ragdolls him, I was like, Jesus Christ, man, did they yeah. really need to go that brutal? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, then Jet Li crazy. survives for the next five minutes. Because mm. he's badass. Yeah, it's, it's, and again, and I don't think, uh, I don't think they cheap out. Like, I think... Like Jet Li kicks kicks ass enough, 
if mm. you know what I mean. Like, like it isn't like the the setup Jet Li is like the salsa martial artist, but he's no match for Riggs. Yeah, like, yeah, they don't do that. No, like they don't do like Riggs just like whoosh, punches them and like nah. knocks them out or anything. Like Riggs pretty much almost gets killed. He literally by, has met his match at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then even when like you know the, the go underwater and stuff, uh, I don't think uh, Jet Li's death's a cheap death either. I think it's like. No. It's like a believable death. They beat him in a believable way, basically. Mm. So I he doesn't go. He doesn't doesn't go out like a punk or anything. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's, I don't know. It, it it's nice. It's it's good that that was like his first film, and it, like he said, he didn't go out like a punk, basically. Yeah, he had a strong yeah. debut, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Riggs almost dies, like you said, but uh, nice little moment where because it goes back to a little bit at the start where he's like, "Will him not to turn around?" Yeah. And then he's like, Will me rage, you son of a bitch. Does he say mm. son of a bitch? <laughs> he might do. He might do at this point. <laughs> save it, save it for the end. Yeah. Um, my favourite scene in the film probably rigs at uh, his wife's grave for oh. the first time since the first movie. Too right. God, it's a great little fucking moment. I'm glad Pesci got to do some show his acting chops in the films. Yeah, like, it's ridiculous. Like, proper hits you in the feels. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I full on had, like, a lump in my throat. I'm like, yeah. oh, God. Because, like, you even react how Riggs does at first, too, when he just starts I had this pet frog, and Riggs is like, what the fuck are you talking about? And even mm-hmm. the, when I first saw it, I was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And then quickly it just sucks in, you're like, oh, I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. You know, when I was a kid, I had a pet frog. What? Just give me a second, let me tell you this, okay? Uh, I had this pet frog, his name was Froggy. He was my best friend in the whole world. I didn't have a lot of friends. Matter of fact... Okay, I had no friends. And uh, I used to kiss the frog, too. And I thought maybe uh, it would turn into a princess since I was a boy and uh, it could be my, uh, my mother. Uh, they told me that she left or something. And my father was no bargain. And so just the frog, Froggy, was my friend. I really loved him, and I took him everywhere with me. And I was riding him on my bike one day, and he jumped out of the box, and uh, I ran him over with the back tire. I killed him. I was really heartbroken, really. He was my best friend in the whole world, the only thing I ever loved. And then I met you and Roger. And you guys really looked after me a lot more than you really had to terrible to you, Leo. No, no. It's okay. It's okay. You're my family and my friends. You're not better friends than Froggy. You're just different. And, uh, I just thought that maybe that might be relevant. Uh, It's a lovely uh, little monologue he gives, though, isn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like, you know, I like it when he says you picked a strange angel. Yeah. It's a nice, yeah. It's, it, 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 it all, that could almost come off as cheesy, but for some reason it doesn't. No, absolutely not. It comes no. across really genuine and sweet. Yeah. Really cool scene. And then uh, the, the, the like, go even further with that, with the hospital scene, mm-hmm. where, you know, like, Riggs is, uh, you know, they're having the baby. Well, both are having the baby, aren't they? Uh, yeah. Murtaugh's daughter and, mm-hmm. uh, and Lorna is having her do- uh, baby. Um and I, I think there's like a bit at the door where like uh, I can't remember Joe Pesci's there and then Riggs is like no no you can't come in and then like it's implied that like uh, Leo's gonna leave mm-hmm. and he uh, comes out and gives him a hug yeah he gives him a hug and says like you know are you, are you staying and I don't know something like at that point I was like oh 
It's a nice moment, and yeah, like yeah. Briggs is finally nice to him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and Joe Pe- like Leo looks so fucking over the moon that Riggs gave him a cuddle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he gives him that little pat on the back and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a nice end to Leo's character. If this is the last film, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, uh, it's it's amusing in hindsight though, isn't it, that a rabbi marries Riggs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Every time I watch this since that happened, I'm like, I wonder if Mel Gibson was like, whoa. <laughs> Never know yeah. this, Richard. <laughs> yeah, I never thought about that angle, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rabbi. Uh, nice final moment in the film, though, where they all get a big group photo. Mm. Are, you, are you all friends? No, we're family. And then, why can we be friends? Yeah. It's a nice yeah. ending, nice feel good yeah. ending. Yeah, and again, like, because that is the, like, B plot of this film, like, family. Kinda, mm, yeah. You know, like running through the whole thing, like yeah, even with the bad guys, yeah, yeah like the Chinese, yeah, the, like the Chinese family, uh, the villains trying to save his family, really, yep. when you really look at it. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's a total like family theme. It's quite nice. And if, and if this is the last one, if they don't end up doing a five, I think that's a perfect um, ending for the series. Absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, so part of us wants to see another one, yeah, but, but then again, like. I mean, they couldn't still be cops. They would have to have been retired. <laughs> that, that would, to be fair, I would be totally up for that story. If it's like they end up getting in some shit even when they retire, that would yeah. be a good story. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Maybe there could be PIs <laughs> with Leo. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I, I could be curious, but I honestly, in my heart, I'd probably think it's best to just leave it as the four. Yeah, I'm uh, the same. I yeah. mean, you know, because you know you like the film so much. It, you get fucking the chance you want to see the characters again one more time just for just because you like the characters but mm. if, they di- if they never did it I'd be like fine yeah yeah I wouldn't yeah. be disappointed if tomorrow they said it's definitely not happening I'd be like oh well fair enough yeah, yeah. we've got four solid films this has a really nice bookended ending it's a happy ending so there you go yeah it's mad because like I mean let's talk about some of the stuff about the film like um, mm-hmm. uh, I think Mel Gibson was, was quite keen on his character being killed off once again <laughs> in this film Think fucking Harrison Ford, killers, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. Um, so, which is like ridiculous. Like, no, mm. you couldn't have ended it <laughs> no. for that. No. What an awful way to finish the film. Yeah. Uh, thank God they didn't do that. Yeah. But so this stuff, like, uh, didn't the film the the shot it, edited it, and completed it in seven months? This film. It's quite it's quite quick for a film of this size, yeah. and like how many stunts and action yeah. scenes there is in it yeah yeah seven months and apparently yeah. like um, when they started filming the actual movie they mm-hmm. were still right in the end they weren't they weren't yeah. like sure what the end was going to be because yeah. it, it was that much of a tight deadline mm-hmm. so that's like some crazy shit it's amazing really that they came out with such a competent movie <laughs> it is yeah and it's like like we said it's, it's one of the like my order probably goes one two four three yeah yeah me too yeah and yeah, you know like I said none of them are not three is my least favorite. I'm not going to call it the worst one though. No. There's no bad film in the lot. No, no, definitely not. Didn't they never really jump the shark as far as like, oh, this is where it gets shit, or this is the one you can discount. And I think like it's cool as a series overall that they've all got they've all got like a definite tone, a mm-hmm. subject matter that they're tackling. Like the first one is about drugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one's more about like there's a racism theme going on. Yeah. Um, you know, the third one is... Gun crime, basically. Gun crime, yeah. Uh, gangs and stuff. LA, gangs. Uh, the, the fact that the young lad's killed and stuff. And, mm-hmm. 
Uh, and then the fourth one has like this Chinese thing going on. So immigration, basically. Yeah. yeah. yeah so it's it's really nice that each one like they could have just done the same shit again. And in some ways, they did. You know, like two guys oh, yeah. Yeah. shooting guns, car chases, and stuff. You know, you could easily write these movies off as like oh they're all the same, but you'd be wrong to do so. Yeah, because yeah. like the characters evolve in each film. Something changes for them in each film. So yeah, and the, the you know they're, they're more character driven than people give them credit for. They just write them off as like those daft eighties action films. Mm, yeah, so yeah, a cracking series, a fun month. Yeah, uh, or two days in our because we recorded them all over two days. Um, but yeah, good stuff. A lovely to weapon for. Yes, I enjoyed watching them again. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So as for next month's uh, theme, uh, we've decided, to, uh, shockingly, it's so original, because it's October and there's a new film in the series coming out, to do uh, four of the Halloween movies, four films from that franchise. No, yeah, why not? It, it is an obvious choice, but fuck it. We haven't done any of them, so it's fresh for us. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to do uh, a bit of everything from the series. We're going to do the original, obviously. Uh, we'll do Halloween 3, The Dark Horse, the red-headed stepchild of the series, mm. if you will. And we're going to do... Halloween, not H2O, we're going to do Resurrection, because <laughs> it's awful. And then we're going to cap it off, bookend it, if you will, with Rob Zombie's Halloween remake. Mm. So, no, we're not reviewing the new one. <laughs> <laughs> Which seems like that would that's what it would be leading to, but, yeah, well, we might, I don't know. Depends what happens. Uh, so, until then, folks, keep it real, keep it lethal, and I'll uh, see you down the pit. You son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> see you in the <laughs> Hi, I'm Stacey with Aness, the Director of Operations over here at Wafu HQ. If you'd like to support the show, a review and rating on iTunes would be much appreciated. Just search for Wafu FM. Or, if you're not an iTunes user, a review over at Stitcher.com would also be flipping marvellous. Once again, just search for Wafu FM. If you'd like to get in contact with the show, the email address is wafupodcast at gmail.com. Or alternatively, if you'd prefer to leave a voicemail, head on over to www.speakpipe.com slash wafufm. Thanks for listening. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.